All of us have decisions to make. Life is full of crossroads, and we need divine direction. Which way do I go? Join us as we study God's Word today with Scott Pauley. Busy people always want to find the quickest way from point A to point B. Now, don't you wish life was that simple? We all wish we could make decisions and find direction quickly and then just as quickly get from where we are to where we need to be. But the reality is the will of God for our life is not always that clear cut. Now, God's plan, of course, is already settled and is sure what He has designed for us. But oftentimes discovering it and doing it is not quite as neat and tidy. It's a little messy. And so I want to talk to you for a few days about what to do when the Lord leads you in circles. I want to bring you to a familiar story in Joshua chapter 6. It's the story of Jericho and the conquering of Jericho. You're familiar with it, of course, as the children of Israel were commanded to march repeatedly around those walls. Uh, you know, we all have our Jerichos, our decisions, our obstacles, our problems, our needs. And uh, we all want to try to get it cared for, get it fixed, uh, get it decided just as quickly as possible. But sometimes God just seems to lead you in circles. There's a word that is found in Joshua chapter 6 repeatedly. And uh, it's a word that reveals something about God's plan, not just for Israel, but for us. Let's read just a little bit of this amazing story. Joshua chapter 6 verse 1 says, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. And none went out, and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. Now, so far so good. It sounds like the Lord's going to give a quick three-step plan, and we're going to charge the gates, and we're going to conquer the city. Uh, but if you're familiar with the story, you know that's not at all what's about to happen. In fact, in verse 3, he says, And ye shall compass. That's the word. Uh, the idea of going round and round in circles. The idea of a compass, going all the way around it. And ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with the trumpets. So watch this. For six days they're going to go around the city once. And on the seventh day they're going to go around the city seven times. Literally, do you understand what they're doing? Would you get an aerial view of this? They're going round and round in circles. In verse 7, he said unto the people, Pass on and compass the city. He says it again in verse number 11. So the ark of the Lord compassed the city. He says it again in verse 14. And the second day they compassed the city once. Verse number 15. It came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day they compassed the city seven times. It's fascinating. That in this one brief story, seven times, God says, I want you to go around in circles. 
Now, in the end, the Bible says they're going to go straight into the city. Isn't that what we all want? We would love to just go straight into it. You find that in verse 5 and in verse 20. But before they could go straight into it, they first had to go round about it. You know, this expression is one that is used commonly even in secular culture today, going around in circles. It's an idiom for confusion, for lostness. Let me tell you this. When God leads you in circles, you're not lost. When God leads you in circles, you may be a little confused, but He is not. He's not disoriented. He's not uh, looking for a way. He's not trying to figure it out. No, there's a purpose in the process. We want to just get to the destination. But I remind you, the will of God is not about the destination. It's about the journey. I read an article several years ago by a group of German scientists who had done an experiment with human beings. And they found that when people lived without the sun and without the stars, uh, when they had to travel without any of that natural light, they began to wander in circles. It's interesting, isn't it, that apart from God, we wander all of our lives. But sometimes, even when we're seeking the Lord, even when we're trying to follow God, it seems God leads us in circles. And maybe that's where you are today. Maybe you're so aggravated and so frustrated, even annoyed, that somehow you've prayed and you've said you're willing to obey God and still God is leading you in circles. I'm thinking now of my experience through the years of flying so many places and then getting to the destination, getting right over top of it, and the pilot comes on and says, we've been asked to hold here. We're in a holding pattern. And then you watch as they just circle the airport round and round and round. It can be terribly frustrating. You know, as you study Scripture, God often did this with those He chose to bless and use. You'll remember uh, that when He led the children of Israel out of Egypt, do you remember that? He led them round and round, it seems, for a period of time in the wilderness. Look at a map of the wilderness wanderings. Uh, when He led them out of Egypt, the Bible says in Exodus 13 that He led them uh, the way by the way of the Red Sea. That was not the, the straightest course. And yet that was the course God chose for them. And then what should have been an 11-day journey turns into a 40-year going in circles. And now here he is again. Once they've entered the land, what are they doing? Same thing, leading them in circles. It almost seems like a, a sick joke, doesn't it? You feel like God's playing games with you today? Oh, my friend, God never trifles with a life. He's never playing games with man. Men play games with God, but God doesn't do that with man. So what is God doing here, leading His people in circles? Well, may the Spirit of the living God give you understanding of this truth. Oh, may God open our hearts. Understand that the Lord was not trying to conquer Jericho. Let me repeat that. The Lord was not trying to conquer Jericho. That was easy. Look, do you think Jericho was any obstacle to a great God? He could just puff and the walls would fall down. He could blow on them and they would fall over. They were nothing to God. The Lord wasn't trying to conquer Jericho. He was trying to conquer Israel. Do you understand what I just said? May the Holy Spirit put this deep in your heart today. Jericho was not the problem. Israel was the problem. Teaching His own people not to follow their way, but to follow His way. You see, God doesn't join your campaign, you join His. 
And I, I have no doubt that Joshua, this military leader, and all the men of war, they had big ideas of how to conquer Jericho, how to overcome in the land of Canaan. And yet the Lord is going to teach them that the greatest lesson of all is following Him. You see, this struggle that you're in, it's really not about your circumstances. It's about you and God. And there are lessons learned in the struggle that we, we don't learn in any other way unless God leads us in circles. Over the next few days, we're going to walk through this study, through this story in Joshua chapter 6. I want to challenge you to read it in advance and meditate on it because in it are a number of lessons that God teaches us that we must learn when the Lord leads us in circles. May God bless you for listening to today's Bible study. Please visit scottpauley.org for additional resources or to invest in this broadcast. It would be an encouragement to hear from you. Our prayer is that you will find and fulfill God's will for your life. It is the only way to enjoy the journey.